Welcome to the Backlot by Alamo Draft House for Thursday, December the 20th. It's our last one for 2018. The year flew by. It did. Except, I mean, until David started. And now it seems like it kind of dragged. But <laughs> oh. I noticed we have a, a string of shorter shows to begin with. So. Yeah. End of the year, figured you pull yeah. one or two punches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nope, it we're going all out. More delightful because when it was just Joey and I, we were like, "What are we gonna hide?" Yeah, there were some times <laughs> there where we had imagine. some we had some rough shows. <laughs> like, so how's there was a few that you were gone, going? and we we're just like, <laughs> we "So like, what, what are we gonna talk about today?" In. We didn't even call the hotline. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's what's going on here. We're doing our last show of 2018. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with ComingSoon.net. And in the room today, we've got... I forgot what I'm calling myself. Jen. Jen with... <laughs> Just make it up oh, as you go. Yeah. That's, what <laughs> we're doing with our, that's what we're doing with our show today. It's kind of <laughs> make it up as you go. Uh, David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Old standby. Alamo. Yeah. Yeah. And Kata with PGTC Kata. Podcast. And we are coming to you from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. And we have got all kinds of stuff to get to. But before we dive into our top five films of 2018, because that's what you do on the last show of the year, we're going to talk about the top five movies at the box office last weekend. Starting off with, surprising no one, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse debuted at number one. The money was interesting because I think most of us lowballed it. They made about 35 and a third million dollars. It's the largest three-day opening for an animated film in the month of December. Wow. So I'm pretty big, sure big I said opening. $40 million, so I overshot it. By yeah, and I think we were both that in the 28. Yeah. Yeah. I was somebody. in the low. You were, I, you're I on the low side. So you were 25. Yeah. You, we were 28. I, I was like 25 to 30. That yeah, so. I refused yeah. to make a pick. But that's good for them. But it's yeah. good. It's also, interestingly enough, the 13th week in 2018, knowing that we still have a week or so to go here, uh, that a film adapted from a Marvel Comics property was the number one film at the box office. So Crazy. I have a feeling they're going to keep making those. Yeah, they yeah, at least one or two. Will. Opening at number two, making $17.5 million, The Mule, starring Clint Eastwood. I haven't seen does it. Does that feel right, that it it's, made that much money? Um, Not surprised. It does, because, yeah. and I'll tell you why, since you asked, um, mm-hmm. made a post about it on our Facebook page, and it went crazy. Really? And most of the comments were, he's 80 years old. He's 88 <laughs> years old. Wow, he's 85. Anyway, I don't know for sure how <laughs> old he is. Surprised everybody surprised how old he is. Very, yeah. very sure he's in his 80s. Somewhere so. in his 80s. Very good. Yeah. He's but, alive. But it was all very favorable. Like, good for him. Yeah, his so. films, they they typically release pretty well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. audiences still love Clint Eastwood. Plus, I wanted to see what he looked like as a mule, you know? I was like, usually <laughs> well, he's like a human. Yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering who <laughs> so, played the back so, half. So clearly yeah. some folks here haven't seen the, the film. <laughs> the trailer. Uh, it, it's not animated. It's really him. So. <laughs> yeah, I like that he stepped out of his comfort zone yeah. with that one. Yeah, here he's going to be yeah, voicing uh, Donkey in the Shrek reboot. As That'd well, be so. great. Yeah. Be a really gritty, gruff donkey. It would be. be a mule and a donkey. That'd be a one stubborn <laughs> ass, huh? <laughs> that would be. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's probably not yeah. the first time he's been called that either, if I had to guess. <laughs> no. I wonder if he could be like a chair next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Range. At number three, staying strong at the box office, earning another 11 and three quarters of a million dollars, up to 240 million now in the U.S., is The Grinch. This is kind of the weekend we were watching to see when would The Grinch 
pull ahead of a mule Wreck-It and Ralph. a Grinch. Yes, <laughs> 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 a bunch of video game characters. What a world! Just <laughs> been drinking a little bit this morning. <laughs> I feel like I've turned into David. Properly <laughs> sloshed. I appreciate. <laughs> I was David this morning, and now I feel like it's not like you can't get back out of that. It's like that headspace, like Jim Carrey with the Andy Kaufman character, which is yeah. Yeah. you. She's going very method today. You've lost could, yourself. And if you could see right now, David looks like a character from Mad Men because he's got his drink, which could almost be like a Roman Coke or something. He's like a young Albus Dumbledore right now. Oh yeah. Hey, there you yeah, go. There you go. And that means that sliding from <laughs> number one down to number four, I'm going to separate you two. From number one down to number four, still bringing in another nine and a quarter million dollars. Now up to 155 million overall here in the States is Ralph Breaks the Internet. So the Grinch finally got ahead of Ralph, which was kind of the whole watch and see when is it going to happen. Yeah, it's got that holiday love to yep. it. So. Absolutely. And debuting at number five with seven and a half million dollars, Mortal Engines. Made about seven, or made about six million more than I thought it was going to. Yeah. yeah. I forgot and, it came It made out. about two million more than I thought it was <laughs> going to. But yeah, it's yeah. So has that, anybody heard anything good about that film? Has anybody heard anything uh, about the film, I guess? I've heard about it. Have you? What yeah. have you heard? Uh the it's not the best. Like I've heard some pretty like disappointed reactions really? to it. So you know what these like these book adaptations sometimes when they're going for the young adults it's like darkest minds that came out mm-hmm. earlier this year yep some of them just don't have the audience they think they have and uh if you're putting out a like a subprime product you're not going to pick up anyone extra so i think a lot of people haven't read mortal engines and early like reviews like i'm never beholden to them but when they're as bad as they were for this it usually tells you something and you're yeah. Not everyone's just going to think a good movie sucks, typically. So uh, disappointing for them. It's I don't think they're going to get their budget back on this one. It's I'm it guessing a little not. Expensive. It, look, it looks like a like that cost a lot of money to make that movie. Cool it? concept. Yeah, like a evil roaming London. That's, that's <laughs> okay. Not yeah yeah. Usually that would sell me. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Do you think it would have done better? Maybe later, like in the early first part of next year, when people had money again and. I think it might have done a little bit better, but still. I think it would have done better if it had not had that much money in their production. Yeah. I think it cost way too much for a film yeah. that you or don't know what the audience is. Just get a big name, like a super big name to play the villain London? or something. Yeah, <laughs> or to play London, yeah. the giant structure. I'm a city <laughs> on wheels. <laughs> uh, we'll probably have a different top five this next week, if oh, I had yeah. to guess. Uh, uh, didn't have this out? on the script because we were going to... We're going off script. We're going off script, so (laughs) be careful, folks. Uh, (laughs) Listen with your your own risk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were not going to do a whole lot of news because it's the week before Christmas. There's not typically a lot of news, but I felt like we had to address a couple things. First of all, I'm sure you've seen it by now. Penny Marshall, probably better known for Laverne and Shirley, but was the first woman to direct a film that made $100 million. Big. Which was big. Passed away this week. She was 75 years old. She was also directed A League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah that's did. the one. I was trying to think of that one. Yeah. She liked her some Tom Hanks, which anybody making a movie tends to like Tom yeah. Hanks. <laughs> He's going to help you get that movie over. He makes us money. Didn't she direct, uh, was it Renaissance Man with uh, oh. Danny DeVito? Did she? <laughs> I think that's sure. actually that true. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Very talented. So, yeah, Dude's very much so. Again, I know her, knew her more from the television work, but 
had a big career in film as well. Uh, also, a couple trailers in the last week or so uh, have dropped, so we'll talk about them. It's kind of funny because here we are thinking Christmas, and we got a couple uh, horror-ish, horror-leaning trailers. The uh, trailer for the James Gunn film over at Sony that was going to be announced back at San Diego Comic-Con before everything happened. Uh, Brightburn. We finally got a name and a trailer for that. He does like working with his Elizabeth Banks, apparently, mm-hmm. on these kind of lower-budget horror-type films. Looks like Superman, only Superman's psychotic. <laughs> Did, uh, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen no, the trailer? No, I feel... Did anyone in here see the movie The Belko Experiment? Yes. What did you think of that? I think that there is a whole subgenre of those workplace something creepy happens movies. Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, really dig them. Right. That whole genre. (laughs) Wasn't it surprisingly enjoyable? Yeah. It's got a wry sense of humor to it. I thought it was missing something. I know he wrote it a long time ago when he got it produced. So he does kind of have that. Well, he cut his teeth with you know in yeah. trauma, and then he did the, he slither. I think he did slither yeah. with Elizabeth Banks. And Super talented. Uh, I'm curious about this. Yeah. I'll look forward to it. I like a good horror movie. His tend to not be like the really intense, over the top yeah. horror, but more of like kind of a yeah, kind of winking, weird sense of humor, kind yeah. of yeah. Absolutely. So, sounds interesting. I'll watch it. Speaking of horror-ish, horror-leaning things with a weird sense of humor. We got the trailer for Hellboy today. Has anybody seen that yet? No, no. no and I'm really anticipating oh, it. it, it Please uh, hold for oh, station identification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, we need to get this thing going so we, <laughs> so can, we can pull yeah. up the trailers. The trailers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we got the Hellboy trailer today, guys. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I what was your think, first impression? Uh, my first impression is it looks like a lot of fun. Good. That's. Well, I like David Harbour. Yeah, He's funny. He, he does well in the role, it seems like. That's good. And Ian McShane cool. is always fun so as well. So so that's the brief news for this week. Oh, I have one. Yeah. Go, go, go. Did anyone get to see the first uh, picture from the new Aladdin movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think we did post about yeah. that. On, uh, yeah. I thought this one enjoyed Quoting posting. Will Smith himself, all hell no. <laughs> uh, it uh, does not look good at all. That's it's, very uh, bright. Who greenlighted that? Oh, no. Someone at Disney who's like, you know what? We're making a lot of money with these old... Because they don't have to pay for the script again. The, yeah. the, if you wrote the animated films, they can take those and use them in these, and you, they don't have to pay you twice. So they're making money that way, saving money that way, I guess. They're making money hand over fist with all these Alice in Wonderlands and Maleficent and Lion Kings and Jungle Books. So sure, I, why not? I've been doing some <laughs> thinking. Uh, oh, and like, lo- I know it's never good. <laughs> but I was looking back over like a lot of movies that Will Smith's done. Mm-hmm. And he has actually been in very few good movies. Like, I think it's looks like sub six, seven, maybe. Uh, and that's including some that are crap but fun. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i trying to under... Like, he's incredibly charming. Yeah. I am a lot of charisma. Pursuit of Happiness is good. I like that. Yeah, that yeah. was the other yeah. one yeah, I was it, thinking it, of. That was so just, like, one like, attempt at acting. Lots of like, <laughs> dramas. He's been in a yeah. lot of, like, cr- like, collateral beauty. And it's not like he's opening it's big right seven now. Pa- yeah. yeah, like... I, I think they just went bombastic. They're like, who can come in here and not be Robin Williams, <laughs> yeah. but can kind of bring kind of a loud, bombastic, charismatic personality? Hey, let's get Will Smith, and he can be the genie. Yeah, he's, and which is oh, great, seems like he's uh, that, a and fun which is time. fine. Yeah, which is fine. Go with that like for your casting Will. decision. But as who far as wardrobe, as far as wardrobe yeah. and costuming, I it looks no, 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 no. Haircut's different. Maybe yeah. it's a joke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. It's, it's not it's April 1st funny. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post. I yeah, yeah. got us. <laughs> well, you know, Genie can shapeshift. <laughs> so can. that's what we're hoping. That'll be shifts pretty good. Maybe he's just voicing a CGI Genie. Well, yeah, but why would you put not put that on the cover of Entertainment Weekly? Why oh, would no, you just slap open. Will Maybe Smith. Will Smith like shapeshifts into another actor and they just do that the rest of the time. He shapeshifts into Danny DeVito. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> awesome. That'd be very greasy, homely genie. We'll take it. New in theaters this week. Probably going to have some shakeup in the top five because this week say. we've got a ton of movies coming out, including Mary Poppins Returns, yes, Aquaman, yes. With Julie Andrews. Looks fun. <laughs> because she's not in Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, Bumblebee opens this week. Getting back to the roots. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. You've seen what people are saying about it. They're it's saying the all best the good. Transformers it's, it's the, yeah. but because it goes back it. to the 80s version of, hey, this looks like the stuff I kids grew up with. I haven't heard that since the beginning. Like People that saw it in Austin way early were like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but there's actually this a decent... This is a good movie. Yeah. It kind of seemed like everybody was waiting for, to see John Cena's performance for some fun. reason. And they like it. Every so time I yeah. see him in I don't know why that was nice. what everybody was waiting for. It seems he, like he's just happy to be wherever yeah. he is. Like, <laughs> just hey, me in a movie. Really I'm making yeah, movie guys. money now. I don't have to kill he myself like to do that it. too. Lovely in Daddy's Home too. Oh, yeah. As the even more muscular daddy. Right? That's classic. Uh, also opening this weekend, Welcome to Marwin. I want to see that so oh, bad. Oh, yeah. Really, God, that's really going to be, I that. bet there's going to be, you better take some Not tissue. Not a dry eye in the house, yeah. <laughs> and second act with Jennifer Lopez. Who's excited about that one? Can we get um, a cricket sound She was in, in Living Color. Was she? Oh, yeah, she's she was Fly Girls. Yep. yep. Okay, I know who that is then. <laughs> oh, you know wow. from Living Color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Not dating ourselves. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's great. Anybody that would actually just know her from that, only not her music career. Not oh, else. she was another thing. Oh, she's so Jenny from the Block. Uh-huh. She is, from what she's I understand. That little... She's still, she's still Jenny from the Block. Wasn't she a, she's maid, a lot. made in Manhattan? <laughs> she was in a lot of rom-coms. <laughs> I don't so, remember a single thing about that, but no. I, I do know she was changing. So taking a look at this week's releases, what takes the top spot? Just give us out of the out of the three real contenders to potentially take the number one spot this weekend. That's Aquaman. Tough. Yeah, Aquaman probably. Yeah. I mean, it's getting my money for sure. We're going to see it tomorrow. I watched him host SNL recently, mm. and I was like, now I want to see the dang movie. <laughs> you know, super charming well, I mean, I was, I was yeah. thinking I'd see it anyway, but now I actually am looking forward to that seeing it. That Elf on the Shelf segment. <laughs> he's talking about the kid oh, that he's yeah. oh my god. I lo- I watched it twice and laughed just yeah. as hard. I liked the uh, the parents coming over and the guy hiding. Okay. <laughs> I lost it. Come find it, just, <laughs> it was so weird. I love the weird I sketches. I was like, he's pretty funny. He seems like he's having fun no yeah. matter what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Anything he's done, he's like, he's just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on Fallon. He was throwing tries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just watched that yesterday. Yeah, really fun. Looks like he's having a good time. Good for him. So you think Aquaman, huh? I, mm-hmm. I think Bumblebee might give it a little mm. run. I know. I wish. Because, you know, I want them to realize that making a good Transformers movie matters. Like, that you by making a good one, you're going to make way more money. And it's going to be really depressing if they're so worn out from Transformers that they don't turn up for the one that's actually good. It feels like they should have released that either last week or next week. It feels yeah. like if somebody had staggered mm-hmm. the release schedule just a little bit. They should have, but next week's pretty busy. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
It's the time of the year. I mean, yeah, yeah, they'll have legs. Well, I kind of like to. I, I imagine Aquaman and Bumblebee will fight, but I. I that would be awesome. I want to see that yeah. movie. <laughs> Aquaman something. fighting Bumblebee. But, uh, <laughs> I would like to see Welcome to Marwin just would, slowly start. That would be great. And if it then surpass them and just keep making that money because yeah. that looks like it's going to be a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's one Let there I'm be no mistake. I think to. it's going to be Aquaman. And I'm usually the person who's like, I only want to see fun movies, but I want to see that. So. Yeah. But I really want to see Welcome to Marwin. I don't even think we're getting it. The first I didn't see it on the schedule. Yeah. I know it's not, it's not. we're not getting it this week, yeah. which is this disappointing. Week. Yeah, I do think we're getting it. Yeah. It just looks like a nice movie. Sometimes... I've been. I feel like I've been waiting all year for it. Yeah. It feels like the trailers dropped a long time. It ago. did. Yeah, long, yeah like Looks in the fantastic. spring. Yeah. yeah. So catch those one or many of those in the next <laughs> week or so at the Alamo Draft House. Here, also, you guys are wrapping up the month of December, and so between now and end of the year, really, there's just one big, bright, shining star on the schedule, mm-hmm. which is on Monday night, Christmas Eve, eight o'clock. You can come and check out. Not sold out at all, guys. Go on. Can't imagine. <laughs> Get out of your uh, candlelight Christmas Eve service and yeah. come straight to the Alamo for <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night on, on New Christmas Eve. It, it is really, it's not like a mistake. It's actually Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Uh, it's huge in parts of the country. Um, and we want to make it huge here. So we've sold about eight tickets. Um and why not make it more? Yeah. Why absolutely. not? Absolutely. What else? What else are you going to do on Christmas Eve? Tr- yeah, Christmas Eve tradition. <laughs> not like you got anything else going on yeah, on Christmas Eve. Go see this, go home, open one present early. <laughs> yeah. Open your pajama present. Yeah. Flip those on and then just dream of what you saw on the big screen. Like, or not. How if you're much <laughs> did you, I mean, did you really think this was going to come back to the big screen? I sure didn't. Oh, and no. And when I had Does the it opportunity. <laughs> I think Christmas so. Eve, yeah, two of us think so, and that's why we're showing. <laughs> there you go. So get your tickets because special screenings, as you know, tend to sell out. Yeah. This one may not sell out. It's a really f- but it'll fun holiday horror movie. Yeah, like, it's a blast. It's been a minute since I've seen that on VHS. <laughs> yeah. So you can get your tickets to that or any screening here at the Alamo on the Alamo Draft House app on your mobile device. If you don't have it yet, just search for Alamo Draft House on your device's app store. You can go online and get your tickets at drafthouse.com slash Springfield, or you can buy them in person. Again, just don't wait to the day of the screening because it might be sold out. You can find all of these events starting up next year's stuff as well. I saw some January posts yes. on Facebook. Just search for Alamo Springmo and go to their events page, and you'll see everything that's coming to the Alamo Draft House. All right, this is the moment we've been waiting for. (laughs) Our top five movies of 2018. Four different people in the room. How many movies do you think we're actually going to get that are going to be dissimilar? How many distinct films do you think we'll have on our top five? Oh, I can assure you I'll be... Cause at most, it would be film. 20 if we each came yeah. up with five different yeah. ones. But I'm sure like there will be one, maybe two, that's on most of our list. So knock that out, and then that gives us another... So do you think... I don't think, think 10, that 10 there's a single movie that'll be on everybody's list. Yeah, I don't know. You think... Yeah. So you think we're going to come up with like 12 movies out of this, probably? Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, all right then. So, who wants to go first with their top five? Who's got their top five ready to go? Me. 
you've got them in yeah. order and you're ready because you were working yeah. on it up until the minute I hit the record button. We should all have it done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you gave us homework. Well, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying who wants to go we first. We had a week. All right. Go ahead then. Tell no, us your top five. I think you guys should go first. Oh, you or, said you wanted to. You said you were ready. No, I said I was ready. Well, okay, I said who's ready. Okay. Go ahead. I have a tie for first. Are you going to start with number one? You're not going to count up from the bottom? No, there's also a tie for second, (laughs) a tie for third, a tie for fourth, and a a three-way tie for fifth. Okay. So let's (laughs) let's start with a three-way tie for fifth. All right. Which is... So I'm guessing we're going to get about 20 movies out of this now. that's why I felt pretty... I had a couple ties. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I thought that's... uh, We we understood that everybody... (laughs) That was a given? Okay. All right. No so hard choices in this the room. The three-way right. tie for fifth, eighth grade by Bo Burnham. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. All right. Nice. And The Incredibles 2. Still incredible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so nice. it was just You know what? Somebody needs hard. to write this stuff down so we can post this later on for I folks. I got mine written right I know, but like somebody needs to write them all down. Afterwards. So the films that, we'll just kind of do the short list. So the films that you had in a tie for fifth place were eighth grade. <laughs> Yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is that funny? I love it. Am I clown to you? <laughs> and <laughs> Incredibles 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And so going on number four, uh, there's a tie I, for I four. I feel like I should also, I should have prefaced this by saying <laughs> I'm almost positive Vice is going to be in here. Uh, yeah, I have I, three movies on my list. I was going to say, there are a few. I was going to start with a caveat of, I yes. think these movies will probably be on the yes. list, but I so can't So we could revisit this, yeah. you know, in our first podcast of 2019. when we do the Oscar talk. Oscar Ooh. talk. Because you know that's coming. <laughs> I love the Oscar talk. <laughs> All right. <Oscar> <laughs> Moving on to number four. Oscar number four's. <laughs> number four <laughs> is a tie between Bad Times at the El Royale and Great The movie. Favorite, which was not my favorite, but it was my fourth favorite. It's in your... Well, <laughs> it's tied for your fourth favorite. Yeah, Happens. yeah, that's it's. Whatever. This really makes it number that's seven a, or eight overall. It's, yeah, it's in your top five, e eleven. And then number three tied three identical strangers, but not three identical movies because I only have two. And the other one is the guilty. The guilty, the guilty All right. foreign film from Denmark. Uh, number two, two way tie, on the basis of sex and Black Klansman. Okay. Oh, yeah. On the base of sex. I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's quite good. And then number one, it's my wheelhouse, my favorite category of documentaries. It's a tie, RBG, and Won't You Be My Neighbor. All right. Oh, very good. That's a good list. Thanks, David. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I worked really hard on it multiple times. <laughs> and she worked on it so many times just for your approval. <laughs> That's the only reason why <laughs> she kept going to it. Like rejection. <laughs> Anyway. All right. So I'm keeping the list, and we'll go back through the list with anyone's comments they want to add to <laughs> the list of 20 to 30 now, I'm guessing. And who wants top, to go? top 11. Who wants to out. go next? Uh, probably save David for last, because I'm sure he's got <laughs> oh, no. stuff. I'll go. He's got his list. You get your homework. I got my homework. And Did you just come up with five? Uh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, hey. but close. I have right. a tie for fifth. All right, so what is your tied for uh, fifth? My tied for fifth is, um, now, again, I don't get to go see a lot of movies, so I didn't see a whole lot this year, but I went. I go to see fun movies. So uh, Deadpool 2 and Ant-Man and the Wasp are tied for fifth. I, I like them for different so reasons. Good. 
I love Deadpool too because Juggernaut's on screen. That's like my favorite character since I was a kid. And then Ant Man Watts, I just love the uh, growing, shrinking, all the effects. I just loved all that. So that's why it made that. Uh, for me, number four was Black Panther. Mm, good uh, one, good just one. is a great movie. And some maybe, for some people, maybe higher, but that's for me. And uh, number three, and David's going to hate this one, uh, Venom. Yes, <laughs> a tie, a tie between hoping. Venom and Solo. <laughs> I was hoping. No, Solo is obviously number one. nothing wrong with that being yeah. in your top five. Yeah. If you really and, like, I'd envy that. And it's because Venom's been a favorite character of mine since I was a little kid, too. And to see that on that's screen was just exciting, awesome yeah. for me. So the excitement of taking me to being a kid kind of again. And then number two uh, was Avengers Infinity War. Just because mm -hmm. of that all almost that. made mine. I mean, so that's close, just but I was so yeah amazing. And then the other one, David's gonna hate me for saying, but I don't care. Solo made number yes! one for me. <laughs> yes, so I was hoping that hit everything I wanted it to, and it made me happy when I left there. And it's Solo in the number one spot. That's There's good. Another. I'm so, glad you enjoyed it. I know a lot of people did. I, I just I wasn't wish, on the same boat. That's I all. mean, I wish I could have the money to go see like black Klansman and some of these other movies that are like good quality movies i just i have to be more picky what the kids want to go see and stuff like that so i just go see fun stuff <laughs> david's over there scratching notes more notes <laughs> i'm afraid <laughs> dumb just want to make sure that i have this all don't all my agree ducks row. do you want to do you want to yeah, you want to row your ducks out there uh, this is where you need the camera because this sheet is pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a clipboard that's at least two to, sheets deep. We I might need so. to pad it to YouTube next year. All right. Just, I would say you don't, uh, and you don't have just you don't have to start at number five if you want to start anywhere else. Start right in the middle. Yeah. Start number three <laughs> and then three, move four, four two, one, yeah. two, five. Uh, <laughs> that would be interesting. Love it. <laughs> so, real quick, we'd already discussed this, but really looking forward to Vice, Stan and Ollie, and Welcome to Marwin. Those are a few that I oh, really yeah. anticipate mm -hmm, placing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so for my fifth, I do have a three-way tie. Uh, <laughs> so right. I went with Ready Player One. Just oh, be very good. Because yeah. very good. it's the first time in a long time that I felt a sense of fantasy in a Steven Spielberg movie. And it was really cool. to I watched it three times in theaters. It was just a blast. Now, it's not a brilliant movie, but I really, really loved it. Dang it, I uh, might have to put that on my Isn't it really good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Start another list. RBG and RPO. I wanted to have at least one like straight comedy on mine, and I think my favorite comedy of the year was Game Night. Game uh, Night was great. was not yeah. expecting much at all, and it is legitimately very funny. Yeah. And then my last would be First Reformed, uh, the Paul Schrader film that he Ethan made with Hawk. Ethan Hawke. Uh, Wow, like the structure of the actual film where it's like in that letterbox, a lot of intense close-ups, some weird imagery. It's, you know, Paul Schrader's a very talented writer and director, so it's just really awesome to have gotten to see that. It was it was it was phenomenal. So, for number 4, just a regular old tie. We have <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, right. which is the superhero film that I felt deserved a place on this list the most. It's just the culmination of everything. Oh, yeah. Play. Like, to take all of that, weave it together, and have a film that's cohesive and engaging and ends with, like, a jaw-dropping moment. That's It was awesome. Oh, yeah, and then uh, I paired that with Hereditary, which Jen oh, did yeah. not love. I didn't, I didn't care a whole lot for it, no. Uh, it was Poor Gabriel Byrne. 
It was one of the more <laughs> one of the more intense like horror movies that really has this disturbing vibe about it, and it has some dark imagery. The story's really cool, and Tony Collette really getting overlooked during this award season because she has this frantic performance where she's like so in the know about what I she's talking about. I she was crazy. And uh, <laughs> like, she just as comes off as crazy. Yes. Like, <laughs> right. everything she's saying is totally reasonable, but she's just not saying it the right way. Uh, <laughs> third, I have a tie between Won't You Be My Neighbor, yeah. uh, which is my highest documentary, nice. and then Mission Impossible 6. Oh. I don't know how they keep making these movies so good. It and was they good. just ratcheted it up every time uh, Henry Cavill... Uh, awesome villain, like super cool, cool movie. So uh, that's my number three. Number two, I have a tie between A Star is Born, oh, we've talked enough about that one, and Black Klansman, which uh, I'd say ranks among some of the best Spike Lee films. So you had it has a tie for two as well? Yeah, Yay. I absolutely loved oh, watching that movie. Done that. Made only one for number one, two for two, yeah. three for three, four for fourth. I, I could have got some more favorites right on there. Yeah, we could have. Uh, but yeah, what a wonderful movie. If you haven't seen it, it's it's got a great sense of humor about it because Spike Lee's so good about that. Uh, but also in the moments where you have to realize, hey, this is based on a true story and times were pretty rough with and race John relations David in Washington. Colorado. Yeah. What a performance. I remember thinking, wow, he reminds me so much of a young Denzel Washington only to realize <laughs> I wonder that why he is Denzel that. Washington's kid. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you so much, Denzel Washington, <laughs> for having a brilliantly talented son to carry <laughs> Thanks for having sex, Denzel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us Denzel to And his kids are stairs. Uh, and for first place, uh, I have a tie. <laughs> So the first one I'll say is a movie called Hearts Beat Loud. That's and good. And I think there was an element of... Like this year, I watched a few films that had just... It's an element of sentim- sentimentality, like where they're smaller movies that just form an emotional connection with the audience. And the flip of like, you know let's say a daughter wants to be a musician and the dad's like, you should be a doctor. Flipping that on its script, having a the kid want to go into a very practical job uh, and the father just wants to like spend time and play music. It's and a really beautiful oh, film. Okay, I know what movie you're talking about. I absolutely yeah. adored it. Yeah, it's great. And uh, tied for number one, I have the film A Quiet Place. Wow. Uh, a Quiet Place, I actually rewatched it because I was not sure where I'd rank it. Uh, but I rewatched it a few days ago, and I just forgot how how <laughs> how brilliant like a mechanism the quiet of that film is because the last thirty or forty minutes of it, like my neck hurt when I finished the movie. I was just stressed and tense and tight, and I like was holding my position the entire time because just any noise you hear in that movie, it just it's unsettling and John Krasinski did such a great job directing and writing the performances are wonderful there are stakes the world's very fleshed out has a lot of cool concepts I thought A Quiet Place similar to how Get Out had a little bit of a phenomenal effect A Quiet Place was this year's really standout film nice yeah Damn, so a good case we have so we officially do not have any film that made everybody's I n- because I I've been counting. I've been watching. Yeah. The only one that could have would have been Ant-Man and the Wasp, but you did not but go with that one. It was fine. 
It was just fine. Oh, <laughs> better than the first. And we have Paul Rudd was in it. It looks like we have twenty four different films right now. So the question <laughs> is, do I add anything that you guys haven't already added? You have to say all your. So here's what I've got at number four and five. Slot these where you will. Because I don't care. It just depends <laughs> like, on what mood you're in at the time. Oh. I was like, where did you slot on this? <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't. I just said, and I, again, caveats, not seen. The, there are films that I'm sure I will see that would climb up the list, but I haven't. Because like Kenny, I've got young kids, and you only take them to the certain films that the family wants to see. So in the number four or five slot, put these six films where you will. Incredibles 2. <laughs> wow, Joey's up in the... <laughs> Incredibles, Incredibles 2, which two? does not... Does not add anything to our list. We've already mentioned that. Uh, Deadpool 2 doesn't add anything to the list. We've mentioned that. Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah, the one that yeah. could have potentially made everybody's but didn't. Dave, Oops. thanks. <sighs> Solo, a Star Wars story, could have made that list. Uh, Venom could have been in the 4-5 or five slot, depending on the mood you're in at the time. I will add the animated Teen Titans go to the movies in that 4-5 or five slot because it was the best DC movie this year so far. <laughs> Haven't seen Aquaman yet, but prior to that. I wanted to see that. I couldn't get the kids to go see it. They're like, no, it's corny to go see it now, Dad. I'm like, I still want to see it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was a good time. So that leaves me with one, two, and three. Okay. At the number three slot, I'm going to put Black Panther, good because I have not seen anything like that on the screen before. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, it, it was yeah. hard for me to figure out where I wanted to put it on my list, too, because it was an amazing movie. It was good. It was good. <laughs> just fine. It no, was just fine. It's an amazing movie. You're not listening to me. <laughs> At the number two slot, I'm adding one to the list. Oh. I am putting The Last Movie Star with Burt Reynolds in okay. the number two slot. Yeah, see, I fell asleep watching that. Really? But it was she had a like good 11 o'clock and it, I was on my couch. So, I mean, <laughs> oh my. it was it would have been really, really good to keep me awake. It was so. a really good, it was, you know, and part of the reason maybe why I slotted it so high was having watched it right around the, after he passed, it was just a, it was a great period at the end of a career and a life. And Gave I Joey all the feels. It, it did. It was a good movie. Mm -hmm. the, it, it did a lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff. And so the number one, because reasons, it made all the money. It left us wanting more. Oh, I put yeah. Avengers right. Infinity War at the top spot. All yeah. right. Yeah. Heck yeah. So that gives us 26 distinct films <laughs> <laughs> on our top five list. <laughs> out of a possible 20. Out of, out of 20, we overachieved. <laughs> good job, I was job, curious guys. if anyone was going to play by the rules. I'm glad no one did. No, nobody yeah, played by the rules. No, because there's no way we could have. Mm -hmm. So any thoughts on any of the films that we... Any thoughts that we haven't shared yet? Because a lot of these we've talked about throughout the course of the year. I think if I was able to episodes. get to see some of the movies again on like the Black Klansman and the one you're talking about with the daughter and father, if I would have got to see some of those movies, my list may have changed, I think, a little bit because I think I would have had them up there. And I really think if Marwin would have come out yeah. prior to instead of coming yeah, out this week, but come that. out, that would probably be on my list. So Any surprises that aren't on the list you thought maybe would have climbed into the list? I thought, Jen, did you see Sorry to Bother You? Yeah, but what? Yeah. So I, Sorry to Bother <laughs> no, You no was box like box, no, no. on my top five slash ten. <laughs> Sorry to it. Bother You was one that almost floated in because it is so 
weird and unique and original with the twist that, you know, it's a very Rumpelstiltskin-esque twist <laughs> if you were going to try and guess. It's impossible. Yeah. It is. Uh, there is that. It is impossible to guess. And it was very good until the twist. And then I'm like, no. See, nope. That's, that's where it's like, Done. you got me. I've bit the hook. That's mm. perfect. Uh, Mandy almost made my list. <laughs> that's where she spit out the hook. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, no, turns no, out nope. I wasn't fully hooked. It was just, uh, just in the like, upper Mandy is the one with level. Nick Cage. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite missed it barely. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of really good. I think yes, last year there were quite a few better movies. Um, but I thought for smaller movie, I, I mean, I got my big movies like Ready Player One and Avengers that were just oh, Star is Born that were really really good big budget movies. Uh, but I think some of the smaller independent fare was better. Yeah, there was more of it that. Y- you felt like you wanted to see this year than in years past, I think. Yeah, I think they did a good job of having original stories, and sometimes people say that like Hollywood starve for original ideas. No, they just not going to get the budget to some of the other ones. They're not going to be as big. And well, and how often do you have multiple documentaries in a year that people go to the theater yeah. and you know line up to see? So. That was really strange this year. Like even the Gilda documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that was good. It was yeah. good. It just wasn't top five, which pains me to say because <laughs> I really loved her. It's fine. A Mission Impossible Six, though. <sighs> Man. <laughs> a movie that I hated, there, a movie that would be at the bottom of the list, Suspiria. And also Boy Erased, I expected to like, and it was not, it just fell very flat. I heard the performances were good. Is that? Yeah, it's the the Lucas, whatever. The, Lucas Luke, Hedges? Yeah, who plays the boy. He just. Wait, Beautiful Boy, that's Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah, Boy Erased. They're the is, same person. Yeah, they're basically. They make the same <laughs> movies every year. They do. Because uh, then Lucas Hedges is doing another, he's doing a movie with Julia Roberts where it's like Beautiful Boy, only it's the boy and his mom instead yeah. of the boy and his dad. So it's like they're interchangeable. Heroin's really in this year at the yeah. movies. Yeah, so Call Me By Your Name <laughs> versus in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It was I had to say. Yeah. It was meth. meth. Okay. Yeah. Turns out it was meth. Oh, that's a far better option. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that'll get you. So, (laughs) it's not funny. Oh, no. That was like. You're laughing at meth. I was laughing anxiously at meth. (laughs) Nervous laugh. Cancer lover. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Boy Erased, I really, I was like, oh, I can't wait. I was very excited to see it. And then I was, I was more just shocked at Russell Crowe's stomach, I think, (laughs) than I was at. And like, he really got into character of. The dad who sits at home or maybe, a lot and, <laughs> or maybe and that was perfect. Yeah, casting. it might One have been. Two. Yeah, like he he was almost unrecognizable. He's got very thick forearms. Just saying. Good enough. Got Jack for Gladiator. Just kept yep, the. Yep. Uh, any other thoughts on any of the films from 2018 that people should see, shouldn't see? Um. I'm all about the documentaries. Uh, I didn't realize how much until this year, though. Uh, just the three identical strangers, I loved, um, and might have it might have been up there a little more. But and then I, I'm sad that people didn't seem to like Bad Times at the El Royale or didn't see it uh, yeah, because that was just gripping. Yeah, like start to finish, I was I was really into that movie. That's another one that if I was able to, I would have liked yeah. to go yeah, and see. Yeah. Uh, so good. Shout out to mid nineties was all, that's also I a really good that. movie. Yeah, yeah, really like the 
screen format for movies this year, there were a few that went with that whole letterbox look. Uh, I'd say, you know, now that a lot of these movies are coming out on, like, Blu-ray, Video On Demand, DVD, uh, it's a good opportunity to check out some of the smaller ones you missed because you're going to get a lot of really big, high-budget movies and Oscar contenders this month. But, you know, on your downtime, catch up a little bit, because some of these small movies this year really told interesting, unique stories that were engaging. Like, if you've got empathy, you're able to relate with the characters. It's And if you don't, like... And if you don't, <laughs> you'll just you get those sit there too. on the couch, not blinking. There's no, like, pictures on your walls. You're just really stoic <laughs> and just staring at a screen and trying to act human. Uh, but do it in front of these movies because they're yeah, great. Mimic some of these performances. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I laugh here. <laughs> so, no, that was the meth part again. <laughs> you really painted a picture. <laughs> All right, well, coming up this week in the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. This weekend, we're back in the home studio for the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. It's the Christmas show. Don't know what that means yet because I haven't put it together, but that's what it is. Oh, <laughs> It'll show. be something. It'll be there. So be sure to look for that this bring weekend. some Christmas cookies. There you go. Mm, you better now because everybody that's going to be there heard you say that. Yeah. <laughs> so You're not going to be there? No. Okay. So I heard you say that because uh, I'm going to be there. I mean, you're having <laughs> Christmas cookies. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network on your podcast player choice so you'll know whenever new episodes are available. While you're there, if you've enjoyed today's show or any of our weekly podcasts, do us a favor and leave a review. just takes you a couple seconds, and it does help us out. That's all we want for Christmas from you folks. Just go leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about. What are your top five at the box office? What movies didn't make the list but should have? What movies are on our list of 25, 30 that shouldn't be? And if we use your suggestions, the next time we get together, we will give you a shout-out on the show. You can tag us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast. If you don't do the social media thing, you can email us your suggestions at popgoestheemail at gmail.com, or you can call and leave us your thoughts on the hotline at 417-986-7842. We would love to include your recorded comments in that upcoming episode. Links to all that and more on our website at www.popgoestheculture.com. And be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online on social media. Just search for Alamo Springbo. On wherever everything. and whatever. Everything, everything but Tumblr. Yep. Yeah. On Facebook, Instagram, 2019 Twitter. goals. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll get this place a date for the years out. Uh, you can download the Alamo Draft House app. Again, just search for Alamo Draft House in your mobile devices app store. Or you can visit the Alamo Draft House online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. Or you can just come in here and visit any old time that they're open. Come on in. You don't even have to see a movie. Just come on yeah. in, sit yeah. down in the back lot, get yourself Ask something to David. eat and drink. And He'll have a hug waiting for you. <laughs> can, you can you confirm or deny that? He, he's gonna, give it a shot. See what <laughs> yeah, the worst thing that happens is he turns you down. High yeah. five, hug, or handshake. You get a pick. Fist bump. <laughs> Your fist bumps are clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's show. The last show from the Alamo Draft House ah. in 2018. We'll be back next year. Sounds like a long time. It's just like a week and a half away. <laughs> So that's it. And I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. JJ. David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. Good up.
and come see a movie, any one of these movies, at the Alamo this weekend. Talk to you later. Later. See ya. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.